0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the show. If you're new here, my name is Maria. I am your host. I am a writer, a speaker, an entrepreneur, and I love coffee. I am a coffee enthusiast. Can't do the show without a nice coffee. So without further ado, today we are talking all about stress. If you find that you have a hard time making it through your week without wanting to absolutely bite someone's head off or telling someone to STF you, today's episode is for you. are not familiar, I own a company called One Ray Journal that creates mindful morning and evening routine tools to help you start and end your day with a positive mindset, feeling present in the moment. And one of the cards in our gratitude and intention card decks says, I choose to view challenges as an opportunity for growth. Now let's exclude major events, like a massive illness, somebody passing away, something traumatic happening, and let's focus on challenges that our brain perceives is life or death, but it's really just somebody forgetting to turn in a paper at work, or somebody forgetting to send a note to the patient's doctor, or a child forgetting to get a permission slip signed. These are very small things that our brain has tricked us into thinking are big things because there is not a threat happening in our lives. Like this is the biggest threat to our brain. And because of that, it tends to make us blow over really small things that don't actually matter. So about two weeks ago, I had a very stressful week with work couple major things happened that threw me for a loop. Now, in the grand scheme of things, they're not a big deal. They are all totally solvable. This is not life or death. But I, I lost my shit. Of course I did. When you're overwhelmed and there's so much happening and you're constantly overstimulated and you're not practicing grounding and you're going on social media 300 times a week. How else are you supposed to deal with things happening? And for as difficult as this particular week was to navigate, and the reason I say week was because it was one thing after another, boom, boom, boom. I mean, I'm like, is this going to be over with soon? <laughs> when am I going to get a break? The reason I say this is because I am so grateful that this opportunity, this challenge afforded me the ability to, to look at my life in a different way, to shift my perspective, to make a pretty abrupt change in the way that I'm going through my life and see that there is another way of existing. Typically, we stay in situations, we stay in friendships, relationships, business partnerships. We stick where we are right now because it's comfortable, because we're used to it, it's working. But then something catastrophic happens and you see from a different perspective, oh, you know what? I've actually outgrown this environment. I actually have more to give. I actually have a growth opportunity. And as uncomfortable as it is to be forced into a different level of your life, this is your opportunity to grow. This is your opportunity to practice what you preach and achieve your goal. Of course it's uncomfortable. Sometimes we don't know what we want, or we think we know what we want, and then we get placed in an environment that's going to force us or encourage us to live up to that standard, but we can't even recognize it because we were so used to operating in unconscious patterns. And by that, I mean the challenge that I went through during this week allowed me to meet new people. It allowed me to make new relationships it actually was a wake up call for me personally that i'm spending too much time on social media of course i'm blowing up i'm overstimulated i'm overwhelmed i tell i told myself that i was on social media to work <laughs> as i'm literally scrolling no shorter than 300 times a day and as embarrassing as it is to admit that, I recognized that I needed a change because this way of going about things was no longer working. So number one, and the first tip that I have to give you for stress relief is to step away. Step away when the stakes are so high you can't possibly think of a way that you can remove yourself from this equation, but actually what you'll find is when you take yourself out of the heated situation, you have perspective on what's actually going on instead of being reactive to your own emotions. It's incredibly powerful, and there's a really great book on this. It's called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's a great book on having perspective of being calm, cool, and collected during a time when everyone else is freaking out. And when these series of unfortunate events happened during this stressful business week for me, the first thing that I thought of was I need I need a break. Like nothing is supposed to be this stressful and what I'm doing is fun. And yes, there's an element of responsibility and accountability and that's more of what was the, the stressor right away but I knew that I didn't want to respond to the people involved in this situation with a heated, angry approach. They don't deserve it. They know they fucked up. (laughs) They don't need me to remind them. They already feel bad enough. And to be honest with you, I have found in situations of emotional heat is that stepping away from it and taking a break and maybe choosing not to do business with them again, or taking a break from doing business with them again, that might be a better way of handling this than telling them to absolutely fuck off and have a nice life. That just doesn't, it doesn't work for me, it's not my approach. Um, I have done it before and I have never felt good about it. And so being able to recognize during this stressful time that I am able to retract, remove myself, take a hot minute away from the situation to see it accurately before choosing to respond will 100% of the time help me to learn from it and grow from it and handle it with better cadence than biting someone's head off. And sometimes it's more rewarding in the moment to bite someone's head off because as my fiance would say, they need to learn their lesson and they they won't unless you embarrass them. But I never feel good after doing that. I never feel good about biting someone's head off, even if I don't mean to. Like, Sometimes we're just stressed and we come home and our significant other says the perfect thing that just makes us absolutely explode or your kids or your coworkers, you explode on somebody. Last week I was very overstimulated. And I a couple of days a week work as a physical therapist assistant at an outpatient clinic if you're new here and you have not heard me talk about this. And I work in a city with really super nice people, but they love to talk. And one of my biggest pet peeves, I'm really working on this because I know that I have resistance to it and there is something here that I'm supposed to learn, but if we're being honest here, one of my biggest pet peeves is people talking a lot, but not saying much, if you know what I mean. They're just talking to fill space and air, but it has nothing to do with anything and you get burnt out having to keep up with it. And last week, two days in a row, I had patients who just talked and talked and and I had to remove myself more than once to go into the back to just have a moment of silence to breathe because I could not handle another second of her brother's cousin's fiance's neighbor's dog getting hit by a car and he had to go to the vet and he had a super nice vet but he had a seven-hour wait and I was like Jesus Christ can we just take a moment to breathe and that's not a normal thing for me I don't normally get worked up to that level. I mean, I'm, I'm normal and I'm human and it happens, but I'm not comfortable when I'm worked up to the point of wanting to physically remove myself from an environment because I can't handle another second of this. But I was overstimulated. And I was trying to deal with a fairly large decision in my, in one Ray Journal, the, the business that I own, and it's really hard to make effective decisions and communicate and look at things from all perspectives. Does this make sense? Will this put us forward or backwards? Or It's hard to have that perspective when you're overstimulated. And the first thing I was like, oh, going two days without social media. I need to remove myself from any sort of distraction because I can't hear myself think. And I mean, I make content a living. (laughs) I can't hear myself think when there are voices just replaying on a tape in my brain. So first things first, took a break, removed myself, and that's honestly what I think could help in any situation in order to process and deal with and feel the way that you feel without exploding or flooding onto other people. One of the best qualities in my fiance is that he is an incredible communicator. Like, I cannot brag enough about him. He is amazing at removing emotions from a situation and making a level-headed decision or a level-headed plan of action based on the desired result. There are many people, especially that I know in real life, who cannot do this, who absolutely emotionally flail and freak out and yell in a moment of panic or in a moment of last minute decision making. And one of the ways that I find incredibly helpful to deal with stress is to consult somebody like him I also have good friends who have this quality as well, where talking to someone else about the situation who is not emotionally attached to it like you are, whatever situation is causing you stress, instead of venting to them and looking for a reaction, I mean, most people are going to say like, yeah, that sucks or you didn't deserve that. They're going to have some sort of like, I got your back and I, I feel the hurt for you that you feel or the overwhelm, or the pissed offness, whatever the emotion of the situation is. But it can be incredibly helpful to talk it out with somebody in a productive way. What is not productive is to vent about how stupid they are, how big of an idiot they are, how could they do this, how could they mess up, how could they make a mistake. Look, we're all human. We all make mistakes. And some mistakes are bigger than others. But at the end of the day, I have found that when you're stressed about a situation that involves somebody else, more times than not, they are aware. If they've made a mistake, they probably already know it. There is a slight few situations that this is not the case and they do need to be told. But most of the time, if somebody messes up, they're aware that they did. I have never felt good about rubbing it in somebody's face when they've messed up. So instead of dwelling on the faults of the person who has caused you stress, talk about the situation with someone who can give you a solid action plan or a solid plan A, B, C. Here are some solutions to this problem that has occurred. Usually what I'll do is I will make about three or so action plans and pursue them, but I only pursue them when my energy is aligned with wanting to find a solution. Depending on how big the stressor is, sometimes this is easier. (laughs) Um, Sometimes it takes a little longer, but typically it's productive in a situation of stress to have an action plan and take a few deep breaths and eat a good meal and put on some clothing that makes you feel strong and confident and powerful, and then start to take action. Usually when I find myself in a situation of stress, leaning on someone else to help me make this plan is incredibly helpful because they are not emotional. They are rational, they're in a logical thinking mind, And be careful who you talk about this with because not everybody is fit for this kind of a role, but pick somebody who is very rational, very level-headed, who can say, okay, this is the information presented. Here are a couple of solutions. Here's a couple of ways out since the door is broken. Let's build a couple windows. Talk about it with somebody who can give you a level-headed perspective on what's realistic, what makes sense, what sounds like a good idea right now but will not actually turn into a good idea and lean on them for support. Your friends enjoy to help you solve problems. They don't enjoy to dwell in negativity if they are somebody of quality or of, of growth. Um, they want to help you feel good so don't feel bad bothering them. But if you're going to bother them, make it productive instead of constantly shit-talking the people involved in the stressful situation. The last piece of advice that I will give you on dealing with stress is on manifesting. We love talking about manifesting around here. The episode that I did, I believe it's episode four. On Manifesting is the most listened to episode on this show. So if you have not yet, go back and listen to it. But the final piece of advice I want to talk about when it comes to dealing with stress is the fact that we are always creating the thoughts, the words, the actions, the environments, the relationships. We are always manifesting this. Meaning, what we think in our mind is what is brought to life. What we feel is what we attract. Thoughts are the language of the mind. Feelings are the language of the universe. So when you can align your thoughts, your words, and your actions with what it is, that you feel you become an antenna, a magnet for a like attracting like. When you are in a situation of stress, stress is just a wake-up call. Stress is telling you that something isn't in alignment. What you're doing for work, and I get it. Look, we all got to pay bills. You don't have to love your job, but do you believe in your heart? Do you speak about, do you think about the fact that if you hate your job, maybe you're not holding yourself to as high of a standard as you could. Maybe if you did the work to love and respect yourself, you would put yourself in a position to find a job. I'm looking at the clock right now. I'm sorry. It says it's, it's, 1111 and that's crazy that I'm talking about this at that time maybe you would attract a job that meets your self-worth for example one of my friends had a job that she didn't really love paid her bills but she wasn't over the moon about it and she wanted to make more money and she wanted to do work that was a little more challenging that wasn't so easy that she was rolling on a bed whatever time she wanted to in the morning. And a job, I am not kidding you, and she is one of the most powerful manifestors that I know, a job literally fell into her lap. The interview could not have gone better. She started the next month. When you decide to raise your standard, the universe meets you there. So... If you are in a situation of stress, maybe it's an actual challenge that you encountered, maybe it's just life in general, maybe you're burnt out, it's time to reassess. And the final piece of advice I want to give you is use stress as a wake up call to sit down, visualize what could be a better version of your life than you're living. And I'm going to explain this in a minute, and write it down. When you surround yourself with intention, when you surround yourself with people who are on your level, for example, I listen to certain podcasts of people who I want to emulate and people who are further in the podcasting world than I am, further in the entrepreneur world than I am, who are master manifestors and spiritual and creatives, like that's Those are all the things that I am interested in and I recognize that in order to get from where I am to a better place, a place of growth where I'm getting toward my goals, like I'm inching my way up, I'm making more money, I'm living out all of the things that I picture in my mind to be my ideal existence, I have to fake out my brain into thinking it's already here. And this is the basis of manifestation is your brain does not know the difference of fact versus fiction. It doesn't know reality as it is versus reality as you want it to be. So use that to your advantage and use whatever situation is causing you stress to reassess what you want your life to look like. Either you get what you want or you get what you don't want in order to show you what you want. I always have to laugh when people say, picture your best life or picture your your highest self and living your dream life. Like, do any of us actually know what our dream life looks like? (laughs) You don't have to know what kind of car you'll drive, what kind of house you'll live in. That's all fine and great if you do, but you don't have to focus on that. You can just start by saying, how can I feel really good every single day? Maybe for you, you start with that feeling and you say, well, I'd feel really great if I drank a green smoothie every single morning. But right now, I don't know how to make a green smoothie. I don't have a great blender. Maybe you start with that and you start to examine possibilities of having a healthy breakfast. Maybe your idea of a dream life looks like creating more time to be creative every day or more time to spend with your kids. Start with that and close your eyes. Picture how amazing it will feel to bring this into your life. Use the stress that's currently happening to determine how you want to move forward. For me, the stressful situation that I went through basically forced me to change something that I was doing in order to get a different result. So what I did was I wrote in my journal, this is the result I am bringing into my life. This is the result that in my mind has already happened, and I'm going to consciously create thoughts, words, and actions that support this outcome with my business, actually with this podcast, this is a great example. My goal is to get to a hundred listeners a month, a hundred downloads a month. So what I do is I set up this podcast. I make videos to promote it on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. I prepare content as though there are a hundred people listening to this every single month. It doesn't matter what the number actually is because if I hold myself to the standard of that many people listening to my podcast every month, that means I have ads that I'm getting paid for, that means this is a job for me, that means people take me seriously and this podcast seriously, and I have to trick myself into thinking that in order to show up as my best self, if that makes sense. Stress looks like I don't have enough listeners every month, but The same situation can be flipped on its side to say, look at how many people are listening to this podcast every single week. It's insanity how people, you, take time out of your life to listen to this. I'm so grateful for that. And when I'm too busy looking at metrics and stressing about things that really don't matter, I fail to see the gratitude in it of making great content for the people who are showing up every single week to listen to this. And when I feel stressed about that, it's a perfect opportunity for me to step back, take a look at things from a non-emotional standpoint, and see how I can move forward differently. If I'm not getting the listeners or the amount of listeners that I want, it's a wake-up call to me to create better content. It's a wake-up call to me to promote ads on social media to get more listeners. That's how we change. That's how we grow. We take situations that are less than favorable that push us into a corner because the universe is ready for us to level up. I always say, I stay in an environment, whether that's a relationship, a house, a job, an opportunity, I stay in it until the universe makes it so uncomfortable for me that I am forced to grow. And that has proved time and time again to be the best approach instead of trying to navigate it myself. I have no idea where this is going. I have no idea at what rate it's going to grow, at what point I'm going to say, yes, I finally have reached my goals. So for now, instead of trying so hard to control that, My goal is to have the most amount of fun. If I'm not having fun, if things feel misaligned, then I know it's time to grow. I know it's time to change the environment that I'm in and pursue something different. I hope this helps you if you've been feeling stressed and I encourage you to take a break from whatever is stressing you out, talk to someone you love and respect about a different way to pursue and really focus on visualizing and writing down your desired outcome, how you can grow and change and shape shift and become better, improve your life from the situation that is currently causing you stress. Thanks for listening and I will see you guys here next week. Don't forget to leave a review as that's the best way to support your favorite content creators and share with a friend.